Money FM 89.3, best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. What seemed improbable has happened. The price of May oil futures went negative on Monday, a shocking oil market first. Desperate not to take delivery of contracts for the physical delivery of oil, sellers found themselves paying buyers for the oil. But are negative prices here to stay? The WTI crude index is already in positive territory this morning at 174, up 104%. Joining me now to make sense of what's happened is Jeff Haley, Senior Market Analyst in Asia-Pacific for Oanda. Jeff, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. So what happened, Jeff? Was this just a glitch? Do you think we could see negative oil prices again, maybe when the next set of futures contracts rolls over or even before? I actually do believe that we won't see negative prices again. I think we'll see positions rolled uh, much, much sooner than they were uh, this time around. Uh, a lot of this was driven by retail investors getting into the markets very late and then refusing to, to pay the Cantango spread between the, uh, the two-month contracts, uh, and they paid that price yesterday. These futures aren't cash yet, all they're deliverable. So basically, if you hold that future to maturity, you either need to deliver some oil to Oklahoma, or you need to be able to take that oil from Oklahoma, uh, which makes everything a little bit more interesting. So um, I would say, though, that this will definitely keep a lid on WTI prices. So I think uh, particularly at the short end and in the cash market, we will see some very, very, very heavy uh, selling interest. And uh, it's hard to see oil rallying from here at all. Is there anything that can be done about what's happened? There's a couple of things that could be done. Uh, One of them, hundreds of small oil producers need to go out of business um, and stop producing oil. Uh, would be one thing, and I think that could well be one uh, effect. Uh, There's also the Texas Railroad Commission, which in fact is the quango in charge of oil production in Texas, and it has the power to legislate uh, production cuts across the state, unbelievably. There's also a similar one in, um, in Oklahoma as well. Now, they're having a lot of arguments at the moment, and the larger oil companies are arguing that as stronger producers, they should have the right to survive and shouldn't have to abide by these, and, and weak producers can, uh, should, should go out of business. I suspect that is probably how it's going to be, that we're going to see a massive shutdown in uh, shale and small oil producers uh, in Texas and Oklahoma in the next month. And I think this price action on the futures yesterday um, will be the, uh, the, 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 the straw that breaks the camel's back. Jeff, is there anyone out there who is going to profit from this situation? Well, someone yesterday, where for every seller, there's a buyer. So all those sellers selling at minus $37 yesterday, mm. there was someone buying oil at minus $37 yesterday. So someone made a lot of money yesterday um, being paid to take oil uh, off markets. And I was also reading even Indonesia, uh, Tertamina was renting tankers. They were going around the world looking for undervalued oil to bring to Indonesia as well. So if you've got a a bit of a shortfall and you're looking to buy, I think, um, you know, you've done very well. So I think it's important to realize that. So yesterday, someone managed to buy oil at minus $37 a barrel. So there are absolutely 100% some uh, very, very strong winners out there. Wow, someone managed to buy oil when oil was worthless. 
Incredible. Now, Brent... Exactly. They got paid. They, they got paid thirty-seven dollars a barrel to oh. take it off someone's hands. Oh, yeah. listen, Brent is the world benchmark. Why hasn't Brent crude oil prices been affected the same way, Jeff? There's a couple of reasons here. One is that the Brent crude is the international benchmark for the world. So, I mean, that's really the rest of the globe's consumption. Um, Brent did actually fall by around about eight percent yesterday, so it wasn't immune to the fallout from from, from this. Uh, WTI is very much a US-centric, um, and also yesterday we had the ex- expiry of the WTI futures. We didn't have the Brent futures uh, expiring then. So basically, you know, Brent is an international benchmark, not a national one, and uh, the futures market uh, in WTI was what really complicated this yesterday because, as I said, it's a deliverable future. So. If you, um, you know, if you hold it to maturity, you're actually obliged to either deliver or receive oil in Cushing, uh, Cushing, Oklahoma. Um, so those are the two complicating factors. But that shouldn't uh, distract anybody from the fact that there's about a 20 million barrel per day uh, 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 demand uh, shortfall. So there's a glut there of about 20 million barrels a day. And so uh, against this background, it's hard to see either WTI or or, or Brent crude making any progress to the top side and, and, and lower prices uh, look, uh, look set to stay. What are the implications of what's happened for investors? I mean, are option traders out there uh, looking at a possibility of, you know, profit here? Well, if you were long volatility, you've probably had an astonishingly good week so far because volatility is obviously uh, in the sky. It really depends on on how you were. I mean, uh, how you were positioned. I mean, part of the reason that we saw the sell-off yesterday was because of the huge... uh, inflows of retail money uh, last week into oil, thinking that it was cheap. Unfortunately, it got an awful lot cheaper and they lost money. So it really depends which way you're, you're, you're positioned on this one. Uh, but I, I, I mean, there's opportunities everywhere. I think uh, the volatility that we've seen uh, in the last few days, though, in oil probably mean that uh, retail investors should really look for other less volatile corners of the market so to protect their money. In markets like this, it's about protecting your capital, not trying to bank huge gains. And I think trading oil is probably not a good way of protecting your capital at the moment. <laughs> Great insights there. Thank you for joining us. Jeffrey Haley there, Senior Market Analyst for Oanda. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.